Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Innovation Science and Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne uh, is calling on the Competition Bureau to use its new powers to take another look at the cost of groceries in Canada. Now, last June, the Bureau released a report that said Canada's grocery sector lacks competition. The industry is dominated nationally by three domestic giants, Loblaws, Metro and Sobeys, which which is the owner of Empire, along with uh, foreign players like Walmart and Costco. Well, today, Champagne sent a letter to Matthew Boswell, the competition commissioner to complain about what he called the grocery company's lack of cooperation with the Bureau's study, which led to last summer's report. Now, in his letter, Champagne points out that the government recently overhauled the Competition Act to give the Competition Bureau more powers, including the power to subpoena information from companies when conducting uh, market studies. Take a listen. First, the Competition Bureau uh, now has subpoena power uh, to force companies like those in the grocery sector to provide information as part of market studies. Second, uh, the Bureau has the power to block mergers that don't directly benefit consumers and stop abuse of dominance, something that we have seen over decades in this country, and now we can put a stop to that. And third, these changes mean it will be illegal for large grocery chains to prevent independent grocers from setting up shop in the same commercial building or complex. That is Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne speaking earlier today uh, in Ottawa. Joining me now to talk about today's announcement is Sylvain Charlebois. He's the director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. Uh, Professor Charlebois, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. What do you make of uh, uh, Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne's comments today in regards to the Competition Bureau and grocery stores? Well, it, it wasn't really an announcement, uh, but more like a warning, because <laughs> in December, uh, Bill C-56 uh, received uh, um, royal assent, uh, and that really gave more power to the Competition Bureau, and I think that Minister Champagne felt that uh, it was important to remind uh, the grocery industry and Canadians that, uh, that, that the Competition Bureau now has more power to subpoena uh, executives to get to the bottom of some of the things that are going on in the industry. Uh, so it was more of a, I would say, a, uh, a refresher course about <laughs> the Competition Act as we start the new year. Cause, uh, and I, I think that the Minister Champagne has every right to uh, be disappointed in terms of the transparency that uh, we've seen from, from grocers, generally speaking, uh, especially in light of what happened with the... Um, 50% uh, discount on uh, aspiring uh, food, uh, which just happened a couple of weeks ago. There was no announcement or anything like that. So uh, I think that uh, Minister Champagne was right to, to be a little bit disappointed. Why do you think these large grocers uh, who are dealing with a tremendous amount of frustration and anger uh, from Canadians, why do you think these companies don't want to cooperate? I, you would think they would have a, at least an argument in regards to 
why uh, uh, they're dealing with the challenges that they are. I mean, it's a business also that's been notorious for having very small profit margins at the end of the day, and they're viewed as making massive profits. Uh, why do you think the companies don't participate with the, with the, uh, with the competition bureau? I, I think they fully understand uh, exactly what Ottawa's powers are, uh, and and they're quite limited. And uh, it is a free market after all. So I actually think that they they've been able to do what they've been doing for a very very long time without question. And they do believe that the food inflation storm is going to end eventually, and people will move on and not pay attention to. Uh, to grocery giants as much as as they are now. So I I think they're just playing that card right now. Mm -hmm. And and of course, we're still dealing with an unpopular uh, government right now. And uh, and the one thing that concerns Canadians uh, is is the cost of living. And so so it's quite natural and expected to see the government focusing a lot more on, uh, on grocery prices. I believe it was earlier this month, Stats Canada said the country's annual inflation rate was 3.4%. That was for December, uh, while food inflation stu- still stood at 4.7%. What is yep. still causing this in your mind? Canadians believe it's uh, profiteering, greed. How would you best describe the, 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 the frustration of food prices not dropping in cost? Uh, I'm, I, I was a bit, uh, to be honest, I was a bit concerned by, by the latest CPI report. We were expecting the food inflation rate to continue to drop. It did not. And, uh, and frankly, it's, uh, it's because of, of the fact that some categories got more expensive. Uh, and, uh, so this is certainly a concern, uh, that I think Canadians should have. Um, we're not seeing, Prices uh, being stabilized as as uh, as the minister wants. So, but we are expecting the food inflation to continue to drop. Uh, my guess is that uh, I would say that commodity prices are going to help. They've they have helped and will continue to help. So we are thinking. We do believe if the Canadian dollar remains a non-story, and if geopolitics uh, aren't. Uh, disturbing or disrupting the world economy, as we saw with Ukraine a few years ago, we should be okay for the rest of the year. But again, it's a big if. What do you think this entire conversation has done in regards to shining light on food security, shining light on the food sector, on the grocery business? What are the sort of main takeaways for you over the last 18 months or so as costs have gone up? and are slowly, obviously Canadians would prefer faster, slowly coming down. What are the main takeaways and lessons in your mind from this entire um, conversation that we've been having the last 18 months or so? (laughs) I think a lot of people uh, still don't appreciate how food distribution actually works. Uh, I mean, I know that there's been a lot of attention given to to uh, retail, but it's it's a little bit more complicated than that. And if you actually look at some of the things that are going on up the food chain, uh, there are some troubling signs. Um, a lot of people, like Canadians, aren't aware, but ADM, which is one of the largest agri businesses uh, in the world uh, out of the U.S., um, uh, Arch Daniels and Midland, uh, that that's a massive organization. It is now uh, being accused of uh, of uh, creative accounting, and some some executives actually have earned huge bonuses. 
still under the radar. And so I do, I do hope that Canadians will pay more attention to things that are going up, up the food chain and not just at retail. It's more complicated than that. That's the one thing that I've noticed in recent months is that Canadians are so focused on retail, uh, that, but there are so many other moving parts that should be considered when we look at food inflation in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much of this also is that it's a wake-up call for us to better secure perhaps our own food security in those various supply channels, distribution networks, that we've got to do a better job as a country to making sure uh, they are there's competition there, but they are secure as well? Um, So overall, I think Canada is doing okay. Uh, I mean, compared to other countries, we're doing okay. Uh, But I do think that at some point we need to think about, you know, instead of using Band-Aid solutions for food security, uh, like food banks, for example, we need to think uh, about, uh, you know, a uh, generalized minimum income, for example, program or or a, a nutrition coupon program through farmer's markets I think we need to be a little bit more strategic than, than, than just sending out money to people or encouraging them to visit food banks. That's the other disappointment that I have is that instead of just finding long-term solutions, we were just basically helping Canadians over the short term. But a lot of people will need help for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in regards to this, where uh, the minister clearly... Uh, wants the Competition Bureau to to act a little bit more, uh, compel these companies to participate uh, in uh, a broader study in regards to food pricing. What do you see happening over the next year, year and a half in regards to this situation with the Competition Bureau? Well, I'm hoping that the Competition Bureau will actually capitalize on uh, what I would call an opportunity for it to become more forceful, more relevant, Um I mean, look at its track record. Um, the bread price fixing scandal, the investigation has been ongoing since 2015. That's almost nine years ago, and it's still ongoing. Uh, I don't think Canadians are willing to accept this anymore. And so I do hope that uh, the Competition Bureau will take an advantage, uh, will we'll take Bill C-56, will embrace an op- the opportunity, and uh, and do its job to make sure that Canadians feel protected. Because I think that's the biggest problem right now. A lot of Canadians just don't feel protected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Charlebois, as always, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. You take care. Bye-bye. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.